it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we're back. Um, a little sad about this movie we had to watch, right? Yeah, I feel like I missed a memo somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally did, but yeah, I just remembered we had to talk about this. And yeah, we'd spent like yeah, 30 minutes chatting about other stuff that's actually good. And then now we have to go into this. <laughs> yeah, we could be talking about Dune, but we got to talk about this junk instead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, whose fault is that? Hmm. Uh, Mike's question mark? Hey, I didn't pick this one. Dan, you picked it. So It's Kirk's fault. It's yeah. Kirk's fault. He wanted us to do this. <laughs> that is true. Well, what is it? What did you pick, Dan? What are we talking about? I picked American Psycho 2, All-American Girl. <laughs> I always forget it has that. A little bit at the end there. She's just a regular all-American girl. Yeah. And if you're wondering why we pick something like this, we're doing the category of like kind of bad movies. Recall, I think what did we say? Like the junkyard or something like that. We're yeah. digging through the junkyard, <laughs> picking up stuff, seeing how bad it can get. And it can get pretty bad. So <laughs> that's why we're watching this. We watched Man Thing. It's almost, we're halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We're almost there, yeah. And at the end, we got to pick the best out of the junkyard. Stick around, but yeah. Tell us about this movie, Dan. What's the synopsis? We're going to spoil it, but what is it about, Dan? Well, this is about a girl who has developed a taste for murder and will stop at nothing to become a college professor's assistant. Directed by Morgan Freeman. Not that Morgan Freeman. Morgan J. Freeman. So this wasn't supposed to be a sequel to American Psycho, right? They just kind of threw it in there at the end. That's what I saw. Yeah, that always turns out well when they do stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that they may not have told the actors about it either until, like, at the end when they were done shooting, maybe, and then had them re-record things for it. Ooh, I was going to say that, actually. I had some theories about some things. <laughs> mm -hmm. It really isn't related at all to the first one besides, like, the, like, yeah, it seems like easily added in scenes. I think if they didn't specifically name drop the character from, like, the OG, it wouldn't have to have anything to do with it. You're right. And it was all voiceover, so it's very suspicious. You know, I will say, I guess, maybe to start things off here, I've been pretty curious about this movie for a while. You know, I missed this one back in the day, right? But I've heard you guys lament that it's the worst movie ever made for a lot of years now. <laughs> and I don't know if this is a hot take. I certainly didn't love it, but I was pretty amused the entire time. Ooh, we'll have to <laughs> dive into that. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate this one as much as Dan and Terry do, but some stuff in it does make me mad. But some of it is goofy, like William Shatner in this movie. Man, he's so bad. Like, I think the worst thing is he plays like a, a perv um teacher who sleeps with his students 
and he just fits that role too well and it's <laughs> oh, weird no. and i don't like it at all it's unfortunate <laughs> that's kind of what i said we were watching it and i was like nobody told me this was semi-biographical <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> actually i thought he had the best performance in the movie but now you have me nervous about why but i thought he did pretty good yeah <laughs> oh man no he's he's so bad especially at the end when whenever mila kunis confronts him at the well not the end unfortunately but like all around the end point <laughs> of the movie his acting there is so bad he's just like please no don't please stop won't you leave please it's so bad. He's uncomfortable. <laughs> he sa- he doesn't sound uncomfortable. He sounds like he just woke up from a nap and is trying to tell somebody to go home. He did. He literally did in that movie. He just woke up from a nap. Yeah, she woke him up. And he was on Valium or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he'd taken some pills and like <laughs> pounded some alcohol. It's kind of how he strikes me the whole movie. <laughs> I mean... He does seem like he's drunk or something the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I will say, I've touted this as the worst movie I've ever seen for a long time. And maybe, yeah, my gears have shifted and my like levels have shifted over the years. But this wasn't as bad as I remembered it being. It was still bad. Really? I don't think it's the worst movie I've ever seen anymore. I don't. I don't know what is. I don't know what would take its place. But it, it wasn't. As bad as I thought it was going to be, but like I said, it's still bad. I I hated this as much, this go-around, as I hated it the, the last time I watched it. Um, and I've got, a, I've got a reason for that. Talking about bad movies, we've had this discussion before. There's a lot to like in a lot of bad movies, like your Wishmasters or your slasher movies, things like that, you know? Things that are fun and and goofy and make you chuckle because they're dumb. Even in Troll 2, I had a blast laughing at how incompetent that thing was, you know. And that's a terrible film, but I still enjoyed watching that. This movie, well, probably not as bad technically as Troll 2 is, you know. I enjoyed... Not a single freaking moment of the entire movie. It's so lame and boring and unfunny and insulting. If you like the first movie, it's just there's there's nothing here at all. And for me, that makes it worse than a lot of these other bad movies because I cannot have any fun with this. It's just junk. With nothing to like. I'm glad you brought up Troll 2. Because I've been thinking a lot about this. Like how I really hate Troll 2. But you guys are kind of amused by it. But I was pretty amused by this one. And you guys really hate it. And I think for me what it is. It's it's that it appears that everybody involved with Troll 2 was like, yes. This is good cinema. We did good work here. But something like this, I mean, everybody's phoning it in. Mila Kunis has said she was appalled she even starred in it. Nobody's taking it seriously. That makes it so much better for me when they don't think they've done a good job, when they know how it is. (laughs) I think I prefer that the other way, 
just because when <laughs> I, I, I don't know, like when you can tell that everybody's phoning it in, at least for me, it's not as fun as when people think they're doing something good, you know, <laughs> or, or, or at least they're trying and I'll give them some props for that. You know, at least they tried this one. Nobody tried nothing. I think there's a fine line, you know, like it depends because like with stuff like Sharktopus or something, it's like everybody's like hamming it, quote unquote, hamming it up and being stupid and dumb because it's Sharktopus. And that gets on my nerves a little bit when they really start to play into it. But it's yeah. But like when we watched uh, what was that movie? Velocipaster. That was kind of they knew what they were doing with that one. And I did enjoy that. I think they rode the line a lot better. And this one is, yeah, definitely does not feel like anybody's giving it their all, I would say, to make this movie. Yeah, I would say the acting is definitely that way. The acting is pretty goofy in this movie. Um, But I think the director and writer think they're being super clever. And that's what I hate the most about this is they do like multiple fake outs. Then they just diss uh, American Psycho super hard by she kills patrick bateman in the first like minute (laughs) and then at the end they were saying that she was better and more talented than bateman and stuff i don't know that makes me really mad well and actual other serial killers too which comes off in extremely poor taste i might add yeah the i think the directors think they're being super clever in this and i don't I it's just terrible to watch them mess around with all these different genres and they can't pick one. That's what I don't like about this movie. I guess knowing, though, that they had to, like, rewrite it and change what it was supposed to be originally makes me think they weren't trying to be clever now that it's like a rewrite of what the original goal was. But wasn't it they just added a few things to connect it to American Psycho? I don't know. I mean... That, like, kind of changes things, though, doesn't it? Because we wouldn't have this whole issue of, oh, she's better than Patrick Bateman if they had never done that. Like, that wouldn't even be an issue anymore. Nobody would be trying to be clever then. We'd still have the issue of her being better than other real-life serial killers that they keep... Not that Ed Gein is really a serial killer. I mean, the man wasn't even trying to be sneaky. It's not harder to be better than Ed Gein. Yeah, but it still is a bad taste, you know? (laughs) It is in poor taste. I will give you that. (laughs) I guess, yeah. I mean, most... I feel like if, if that's bad taste, then I feel like almost most movies with a serial killer would be in bad taste. I don't know. I don't know if that's, like, horrible. It More horrible than any, like, just like watching people get murdered on like a screen or something. I don't know. That seems well. So here's here's where I draw draw the line at. You know, a lot of these other slashers, they're not comparing them to real life or anything like that. They're not like name dropping real serial killers or anything. The ones that do are usually serious drama pieces akin to something like seven or silence of the lambs you know which actually like deserve it because they have good writing team and they use it appropriately this one you've just got these people who think they're clever like mike said and like ah you know this person's so much better than these other serial killers yet she like it's weird because they're like comparing her to them but it's so bad it just comes off like it it comes off very poorly compared to like something that's quality and using it to enhance the movie 
Yeah, the and just the story and themes of the movie. She's essentially killing people so she can get a teaching assistant position to get to Quantico so she can like go Dexter and kill serial killers. Is that right? I don't think she wants to kill him. She wants to catch him. I don't she, know. Yeah, she wants to catch him. Yeah. Oh, I thought she wanted to kill him, but like she she kills people and they put like these goofy soundtracks behind it. So I'm like. She's doing something super terrible, but they're trying to make me laugh at this. Well, I'm not going to fault that. We've watched a ton of stuff that does that, and we love it. I'm not going to fault that. It's not funny. I will say that, but they are trying to be funny. I think this is supposed to be a comedy more than like a drama thing. I don't, but I don't know. It comes off serious sometimes to me. Do you have an issue with killer clowns from outer space? There's tons of innocent people who die over goofy music. Yeah. I don't know, but just this movie, something about it, watching it this time, that was weird. Like, I mean, the original is the same way, like, with the, like, goofiness with the killing and stuff like that. They do name drop Ed Gein in the original, too. And the original, I mean, like I said, this movie's not good, but the, and the original is good, and I think that is the difference. Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it is trying to be funny and be quirky. I don't think it's taking itself super seriously. I do think the writers think they're very witty. And I don't think they're I don't think they're that funny at all, but I don't. Yeah, they're not like making this like some crazy weird point about how to be a good serial killer or anything like that. I think that this is it's supposed to be kind of stupid that she's like killing people to become a teacher's assistant of all things, I think. <laughs> I mean, she shows us that right at the beginning when she's like, and this is this girl and she wants to get with Will Shatner, but they're definitely not together but then they, like, obviously are together. Immediately we find out after. So she's terrible at profiling people. We learn right away. But I don't want to come across as defending this too much, because like I said, this isn't a good movie by any means. I mean, it's stupid for stupid's sake, but I don't, I don't feel like anybody's trying to be witty or clever. I feel like everybody knew it was a crummy direct-to-video, it-is-what-it-is kind of scenario, you know, crap-in, crap-out kind of job. I, I think they're trying to be clever. Just from how the end of this is set up, you know, with all the like twists, quotation marks in the story and like they're trying to make set her up to be clever with like impersonating that one chick and just keeping her (laughs) dead in her closet the whole time. That's what makes me think they're trying to be clever because they're like, ah, American Psycho has that crazy ending. We can be clever too and do something like that. That's impressive um, for people to watch when they see it unfold, which it isn't. It's just lame in this, but you know, that and then some of the dialogue, yeah, they're trying to be witty and say something with it, like when she's talking to the therapist, but it's just like, ugh. <laughs> when she's talking to the therapist, it's like another dumb moment. She's like, "You have no idea who I am," and then immediately spills her guts about exactly who she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is dumb, but she like this is the one thing I did find amusing this time is that she just keeps coming back to bully yeah. <laughs> that poor therapist dude. <laughs> that was that was pretty amusing. I will admit. But it's like the way she tries to intimidate him comes off as they're trying to be witty with how she's talking to him and stuff like that. It just falls flat 
Man, it's so bad. I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know. This could be a lifetime movie pretty easily, and I think everybody knows how those go. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and they make some kind of goofy jokes that I just didn't like, where she's like, I won't let you down, so-and-so, and she's like literally hanging like in her room, like dead. Like stuff like that. They're kind of groaners rather than being funny to me. Agree with that. <laughs> it's like when someone tells you a lame pun joke or something. That's, that's, that's what most of the humor is like in this. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like that. I know, TV over here. Yeah, it's a groaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe I'm not the best comedy uh, critic here. but <laughs> I don't want you guys to think that I'm saying it's a good movie because it's not a good movie. But I don't know, I've watched a lot of bad 2000s movies recently this month. And this didn't strike me as worse than many of those, like Urban Legends 2, if you're unfamiliar. It's, it definitely has got that early 2000s vibe, and we all know what I think about that on, <laughs> on here. Yeah, Mike, aren't you the guy who's like, oh, I love it when they have the voiceover, and then the pop song comes in, and they're like walking down campus. Yeah, but not this <laughs> movie at all. It was so bad. I was going to ask about the narration that is constant throughout the movie. If, if if you like to just listen to Mila Kunis incessantly talk and jabber about nothing and nothing important <laughs> for an hour and a half, you're going to freaking love this crap man because that is what this is if she's not talking she's narrating and oh man this is textbook on how to not do freaking narration it's so lazy because these writers can't write to save their lives <laughs> there's no character development nothing so she's got to narrate everything for you oh <laughs> That's the worst part of this movie to me. It's just all that narration. It's so annoying. And it is. It's that textbook early 2000s. She's just like walking down campus, some crappy alternative rock tracks playing. She's like, I'm an all-American girl, but you wouldn't know that by <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> yeah, I normally like that, but not in this movie. The music choices are... Like, they're even worse. I don't like that style to begin with. And it's even worse than usual in this movie, too. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird style, like, choice of directing this movie. Why Why is American Psycho 2 a uh, 2000s rom-com? It, it just seems so weird. It does feel like a rom-com, yeah, which is funny. I actually weirdly did not mind like the actual like songs they picked, like real life songs with singers and stuff as much. They weren't, and that's not my favorite genre by any means, but I didn't mind them. But the like score itself is horrible, like with like the goofy, like weird music. I did not like that much at all. Oh, if I might say about the narration, <laughs> it was cracking me up a lot, but maybe this would just be for me personally. I don't know about you viewers. Maybe you listen to the show. You'll feel like I did, but it just kept going and we started timing it. And it's like over eight minutes before anybody besides her says anything. And I was like, man, the guys are going to hate this. They're going to roast it. This is like, this is like a meme of our show. Like it just went on for so long and I was cracking up. But 
you know what? I, I think in other contexts, without that particular context, no, it, it would not be very amusing. <laughs> this is this is the fires that forged our taste, Fox. It's what burned. <laughs> what I hate is from this movie. Oh, you start man. to see all the things I complain about in these reviews. The source. <laughs> Yeah. Like if you want to know everything that like we hate, this is the movie. <laughs> this is the worst like narration I've ever ever listened to in a film. It is terrible. Definitely the most, the biggest ratio of narration to actual dialogue I have ever seen in film. It's it's insane. It's like an audiobook almost. But yes, the music is also bizarre. Although that also cracked me up. I was like, man, the guys are gonna hate this. <laughs> That's like circus music. Ugh. It is. It's like a polka. Why do all bad movies have like crappy circus mu music in it somewhere? It's so we know it's supposed to be funny. It's so weird whenever they use that, especially since they're using these alt-rock tracks throughout the rest of it, too. It's like, it's it's clunky. It doesn't fit, doesn't tie in at all. It's just junk. Yep, yep, it's weird. Yeah, I, I get what they're going for with like the 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 alt rock stuff because I mean I think it's like they're trying to well maybe they're trying to like vibe off of the original American Psycho because there's like a music component to that too. They don't use it nearly as well, I would say, in this. Well, no. <laughs> but that would have been good though if that had been like one of her weird quirks though. She could have done that about like some weird two thousands bands, but they probably couldn't afford the rights to yeah. like, <laughs> the actual good stuff that we know. That would have been funny, actually. She just goes off ranting about, like, <laughs> crappy 2000. Yeah. <laughs> Alt-rock. That would have been good. It would have been interesting, at least. This movie could, if they wanted to make it, like, tie it into American Psycho 2, they should have done the Gremlins 2 thing, where they just make fun of the first movie. That would have been hilarious. I, I could just I could just picture it. Mila Kunis, it, I just had this idea, yeah, when we were talking about this, going off on an epic rant over like Blink-182 or something like that, just to make fun of that from the first movie. That would have been, that would have been pretty funny, I think. Ah, do it tastefully. I don't know. I really don't like Gremlins 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. I do think I'd like this better if it was just like all American girl and there was no murder involved or anything. And if it was just like a weird like college story about wanting to become a teacher's assistant and there's like no murdering and it was just like a bunch of politics and the like university or something. She just progressively becomes more unhinged. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want her to like go around killing people, but like. I don't know, because, like, I didn't like it, once again, I have to stress this enough, I'm try I'm, I'm reaching here for compliments, but I, li I, I liked better <laughs> the stuff where it wasn't even about, like, the murdering, when she was just, like, talking to, like, her, her uh, competition, you know, like, but Brian, was that that guy that showed up with the rich dad? Yep. And, like, she's being, I don't know, it's not good either, but it's better than, like, when she's trying to be a murderer, and I feel like she's, like, even more in her comfort zone, Mila Kunis as an actress. Like, <laughs> doing that stuff rather than the, like, kind of more, quote-unquote, humorous murdering stuff. Because that, I mean, she's got her start on that 70s show, so anything that's like that, she's going to be a lot better at, for sure. Because, um, yeah, who's scared of Mila Kunis? 
Which I don't really feel like she was even trying to be scary in this one. She says everything so flat. And she said that she like, yeah, I thought this was a terrible movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's just still it goes against why it was a bad story and bad writing decisions, bad casting for it, too. Yeah, it would have been better as much as I don't like those types of movies either. It would have been better as that because, yeah, this is billed as a horror and a thriller movie on IMDb. You you could have you could have surprised me there, right? Because there's no blood in this hardly. You don't see a single kill either. They cut away every time. I would not describe it as either of those two. I think I think IMDb is wrong on that. Honestly, <laughs> I yeah, think it's I think supposed so to be too. a comedy, not a good one. But I think that's what they really want it to be. The poster is not at all indicative of the movie and how it's gonna be <laughs> mm -hmm. it is hard to tell sometimes but yeah it just man it, it's so bad like just take the murder stuff out because it's so terribly handled like there's there's you don't you don't get to see anything because they always cut away they have crappy music that plays during it they do this really lame like low frame shots whenever she's gonna murder somebody and it looks terrible oh there's no build-up to it no suspense no tension boys i have a confession i tried to find a visual moment i could not do it this movie <laughs> is filmed so poorly it looks like they're filming on razor phones sometimes Dang. the terrible editing between the scenes i'm pretty sure they did um like every forensics show has this shot where they edit between the scenes and it like gets closer and flashes up in the screen this movie did that a few times and it just looks bad i didn't like any of the cinematography in this how about you guys? It looks like a student film to me, to be honest. Like, a bunch of kids with one camera and no gear. Yeah, like, straight, man. Not even to TV. Straight to the burn disc to turn into the professor for a high, you know, a high B or something. There's no artistry on display here with the cinematography. And it's, ugh, it's just as plain... As you could get, everybody's in the center of the frame all the time, zoom in on the face all the time when someone's talking. It's just bog standard as you can get. And it's just, yeah, it it doesn't look good. Like Mike said, the lighting's not great in a lot of it either. It's At least the freaking audio works. I do th think it's weird. Like the whole premise of this is she wants to become the teacher's assistant. But she's only a freshman. I don't know why she's like hinging all her bets on getting this now when she could like just wait till it's her turn. These other people could have the position and then, you know, they'll graduate and then she can become the teacher's assistant when she's supposed to. I don't. She's acting like this is like her last chance. Oh, I guess, well, she because she stole that girl's identity. She's worried somebody's going to find out. I don't know. I mean, Will Shatner is even like, I don't know why these students are so obsessed with this. It's not like I have any power over admissions to Quantico. <laughs> <laughs> it, it It is really bad. Like, that's terrible motivation for wanting to kill people, you know? Like, if they could pull off it being a comedy, 
then it could be funny. That's how bad it is. But since they can't pull it off, it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, I wish they'd go into her motivation more just because I'm confused. I don't know. It's like she's a freshman. I guess the whole thing with her killing the original girl is probably the big issue. But it's like she should just be able to wait like two more years or something. And like, then she's definitely going to get it. Like that's like her only hurdle. That was like the only thing holding her back. <laughs> I would say even less motive, you know, I mean, we did old prom night two something, something Mary, Hello, Mary Lou. Lou and the, you know, the ghost demon of Mary Lou just wants to be prom queen again. I don't think we need any more backstory than that. This gal just wants to murder people to be the teacher's assistant. Call it a day. No weird psychology trauma nonsense. Let's just leave it at that. Oh, but they can't, Fox. They can't. Because she has to go to their psychiatrist. Let me tell you, the psychiatrist, Dan, these people need HIPAA training. I have to do that for yes. <laughs> These guys are just telling each other all the medical stuff. It's so bad. That... That could have been an interesting character in this movie, the psychiatrist, but he's not for me. It's weird because they have like this multi-twist ending involving him. And I don't know. I did not like the multiple twists at the end. I thought that was dumb. Oh, I thought it was kind of funny that it was him like two years later. Like I was like, oh, great. It's going to be Mila Kunis sitting at the FBI because she, you know, obviously they never found her body. But then they're like, no, no, <laughs> look, this pathetic guy did something with it. <laughs> All the bullying had a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Not clever, just kind of funny that they brought him back to be pathetic one last time. <laughs> yeah. He, like, had one session with her, and then he called William Shatner. He's like, you have a, you have a sociopath in your class. I was like, how does he know that? If I listen to an hour of Mila Kunis narrating to me, I might start to think that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. What makes him so bad for me in this is that he's only in here for one reason. And it's um, <laughs> to have like forced tension that she's going to get caught, you know? And the set up that crappy end where she might get caught at the very end. That's the only reason he's here, because they literally have her go to him and basically tell him that she's a serial killer for no reason. I was confused by that, like, because she does go to therapy because she says in her like narration, wow, I might be losing it a little bit. I Maybe I should go talk to somebody. And then we get the therapist thing. And so my question is like, the reason she thinks she's starting to lose it, is this the first time besides Patrick Bateman that she's like killed somebody? Apparently. It would seem she hasn't killed since she killed Patrick Bateman. Oh, and the, the girl she's like pretending to be, I guess. She also killed her. So yeah, I don't understand why she suddenly decided she was losing it and decided she needed to go to therapy. It would have been way better if her, her teacher was like the one like slowly figuring out because he's like an FBI guy, you know? That would have been like way better. I've got a theory that's what it was supposed to be before it was, like, altered to have her being the Patrick Bateman killer, you know, taking up the mantle character. Oh, okay. Maybe. I I don't know. I don't want to give him that much credit. 
I mean, like they've said, like Mila Kunis said that it wasn't supposed to be anything like what it was, and she didn't even know it was going to be like this when they were making it. I believe that. Well, for the most part, I guess. <laughs> but that's not the only bad writing or bad like scenes in this movie that have have no purpose. I don't know. I feel like I could deconstruct a lot of stuff on this movie, but it's not worth my brain power. I gotta <laughs> say, I feel like a lot of this unnecessary stuff is in a lot of the movies we love as well. Like, like Velocipastor. <laughs> I did not love that movie. <laughs> I did not like that movie at all. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're ragging on a lot of things that we find kind of funny in other B-movies. Well, that that's because they're not funny in this movie. <laughs> they just suck. I guess I'm, I'm missing what the distinction is. They just suck, man. I'll watch the Velocipaster beat up ninjas in a freaking T-Rex suit all day over this crap. <laughs> well, sure. A better movie on the whole. Yeah, there's nothing funny like that in this this one definitely doesn't have, like, the charm, I would say, of, like, Velocipaster or the heart of Velocipaster. Like, Not the heart of Velocipaster. Although, there was a fair amount of unnecessary nonsense in that one. <laughs> yeah. This is, like, very, yeah, hard to, like, nail down. Because I, I just, just, some things are going to work, like, with a bad, quote-unquote, bad, good movie, whatever you want to call it, you know, like. How, how it's so, like, it's about what you find funny and what you don't. I don't know. It's just. The presentation, it's all about presentation, I guess. Yeah, so, some of it is, because like, like uh, you brought up earlier too, Terry, Velocipaster, they were knowingly making a bad movie. And when we talked about it, that was one of my main points for why I didn't like it. Um, was because they were knowingly making a bad movie. So in that one, like a lot of those scenes, they're making them funny on purpose. But in this one, they're just so incompetent at what they're doing. It's not funny. It's not clever. Um, it's just lame, dumb, cringy, <laughs> boring, <laughs> stupid, but without the fun. Yeah. Yeah. When when you get into bad movies like this, I think it's hard to distinguish when it makes somebody laugh and when it's like not gonna make somebody laugh especially with bad movies i find that because some of the stuff in this movie like they wanted me to laugh at but i just wasn't like laughing at it it was bad it was cringy like you said dan i don't know this one yeah it's just not great i like william shatner in it a few things made me laugh with him but the rest of it just didn't like it it was dumb I think a lot of it is there's no setup or payoff to a lot of the things that happen in this. Like those scenes we were mentioned that they could have done something funny in. Jokes require setup and payoff to, to work, you know. And there's no, there's they, we already talked about how there's no setup for any of the kills in this. There's no tension. It's the same with the jokes. These writers don't know how to set up things. <laughs> Except them trying to set up their twist end, which just came off lame, but, you know. I really think the writers, like, intentionally tried to sabotage a lot of this. Because, like, we, I mean, we know that they didn't have any of the Patrick Bateman stuff until literally right when production began. Like, this wasn't the movie they wanted to make. Yeah, it sucks, but, I mean, that's happened to a lot of other people. Sure. Too. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's, like, 
an excuse. I think they intentionally made some things bad, like how everybody's constantly contradicting themselves. Like, it just happens so much that feels very intentional to me. I hope that's what they were doing. Because if that isn't, then, oh, man, that's not good. That's some, you could do some funny stuff with that. But like I said, you need, you need some good setup and payoff. Well, I don't think it has to, like, be like that, though. <laughs> like, I don't think... That's like, yeah, what it is, you know, they sabotage something the studio made them do, and I don't know, you know? <laughs> it could be. I don't know, I just didn't take this movie seriously at all. I wasn't looking for character development, or clever humor, or great acting. I don't know, it was like a TV movie, you know? The, f the first time we watched this, because Terry, Dan, and I watched this together... We only knew that it was a sequel, right? We didn't know it was going to be bad. I think that's why we hated it so much, because we all like American Psycho quite a bit. And then we w this is the sequel? I mean, it sucks that they put it on, but we didn't know that going in first time. No, I get you. I get you. But you knew it this time, right? Oh, yeah, I knew it this time, and I still hated this crap. <laughs> sure, sure. I just mean, if you know, you don't got to take it seriously, right? Oh, yeah. And that that's why if I'm not going to take it seriously, it's got to be funny. Yeah, it's not and funny it's not to funny. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad and boring. Like, if they were sabotaging this, they did a good job, because I, it, it worked. I don't like it. Like, I don't know. Like they must they did their job too well if it's supposed to be like a funny thing what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was supposed to be super clever and good. I don't nothing and nothing about this screams that to me. The twist ending does. I mean it's not even like an original twist ending. Like Lifetime has been doing this for decades. It's about as unoriginal as it could get for a twist ending. That's a very unoriginal movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's like nothing original about it. I do think they're trying to be funny and clever sometimes. But not but no, it's just like yeah. I I I agree with Mike. That ending is what makes me think they were trying to do something more just from how it's set up. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's not about the, the, the what, the artist's intention. It's about how us, the critics, view it. Right. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, I don't think the artist even got to show their intention. I think this was a massive studio re-edit, redo project. Well, whoever's intention this was, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean... It's, it's like if know. we tried to review Suicide Squad, you know, or like Justice League and claim that it was the original vision. Well, we're, I, I, whoever's vision this is, I, I just don't like it. I don't know. I, no, that's I'm not, fair. I just, <laughs> I don't. I don't think. know. Like, yeah, I, I guess I don't know what the, but what, what? So, does it make it better for you? I feel like we're taking it really seriously when that was like not what it was supposed to be. Well, when it's like a comedy, no, there's nothing worse to me like when it's a comedy, but none of the jokes land, and that's kind of what this feels like because I do think they are making jokes in this. But it's not funny, and that makes it so boring and dull to watch when I'm not laughing. It's just so cringy to like be like, oh, that didn't land. Oh, that didn't land. Is Troll 2 not a comedy? I don't think it's supposed to be, but I take that as a comedy. You don't think Troll 2 is supposed to be a comedy? 
Did you watch the documentary for that? They thought they were making like God's gift to Earth when they made that movie. So they think they're being clever, but they're not being clever. It's not the same, though. It's just not. That that's why I liked it. it. Was like they were they were trying and failing, but but you could tell they were trying. I'm the one who's saying they didn't try on this movie, though, and I feel like you guys are saying they did try on this movie. They they tried sometimes, and when they tried, it failed. <laughs> sure, exactly like Troll Two, right? So I I think the big difference here is like the story's pretty bare bones and troll two for the most part and it's like the actors you can tell that they are trying to do good work with the acting in that you know and that's why it's a lot funnier to me to watch it and i give it more mm, i won't say respect but i'll give it some brownie points because you can tell the actors are trying and this one you can tell the actors are not trying at all but they've got a terrible script where the writers are sometimes trying to do something clever. And so it comes off a lot worse in this one because the actors aren't trying, whereas they are in Troll 2. I think that it makes a big difference for me. Which I get, I guess. I, just, I guess the part about the writers trying that throws me. But we can move on. <laughs> We're good. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't like this movie. I just feel like we're holding it to a standard that, yeah, I could obviously never attain. Oh, yeah, because it's terrible. I did want to bring up, like, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> bad writing and acting, I, like, had to stop at the near the end, like, because I was cringing so hard, like, when she was trying to convince Shatner or whatever. She's trying to gaslight him and be like, you were with me the whole time and not that blonde chick. I was like, I couldn't believe that they did it. I had to stop the movie and just like cringe because it was so bad. I couldn't believe they even put that in there. Like, what a dumb idea. Like Shatner, yeah, he's not very good in this, but he's not that dumb. See, I was confused by that. I thought maybe she thought she was getting things mixed up in her head. And like she was like thinking she was her for a second and stuff like that. That's kind of what I got out of it. I wasn't sure, though, because I think they're trying to play off the original with like the weird identity thing going on where nobody exactly knows who Patrick Bateman is. They're getting it mixed up with other people. That's what I thought was happening. And I thought like they were playing off of that. And she was like lost in somebody else's identity. Nah, I, I don't think so, just because she, like, tried, like, four different things before she <laughs> caused him to freaking back up and fall out of an open window that I'm not sure was open the entire time she was there, <laughs> you know? Because she, like, tries to convince him, and then she that doesn't work, so she pulls that, and I just couldn't believe that they even thought that would be a good idea to do in the movie. And then that doesn't work, so she switches to a new tactic afterwards. I wish it would have ended after that, honestly, because it just feels like it keeps going, even. Like, that feels like it's the, like, logical conclusion, but then it turns the therapist into, like, a main character. He didn't really feel like that integral before, you know, and then all of a sudden he's, like, in the driver's seat. I, I think, yeah, it, it's just so weird. I think that the... William Shatner should have been like the main, like, I guess, protagonist, antagonist, 
to Mila Kunis, but because that, that that feels like that should be the end because that's like her main goal, you know. But then it just keeps going, and that would also like give him more to do besides being the perv. It's kind of weird, I think, how you guys picked up comedy stuff with this movie, but I took it pretty directly sometimes. So I don't know. They do have weird shifting tones, I guess, in this movie that flip me up. It, it's because the writing is so bad and all over the place, you know? Well, and the editing and like the rom-com feel of it, college movie, I don't know. It, it's kind of freaky the more I think about it. It's freaking me out how <laughs> you guys got different stuff that I did with this movie. Maybe it's more complex than we realized. Oh, there's layers. We'll see, but has anybody got anything else? Well, we've talked a lot about this movie, and I don't think it's worth it so much. Are we ready for overall presentation? Let, let me see here. I don't, I think I got all my main stuff. I had a ton of, I've been taking a ton of notes with the, with this and the, I keep wanting to say swamp thing, man thing. How dare you? <laughs> They're such totally different characters. I don't even know how you can get this to me. <laughs> Let's go to overall presentation. We're spending too much brain power on this movie. <laughs> All right. We got a scale that goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to give a little spiel, and then we're going to land out our ratings at the end. So who knows what we'll say about this one. I have my suspicions, but we'll see. Um, you know, but this movie did remind me of, you know, there's there's a little inner, like, I feel like competition sometimes within this review podcast. There's four of us, and we're all, you know, we really all want to be the first one to go. But there's always one guy who's just the obvious choice. The one we can't help but pick every time. His credentials are perfect. He's the man for the job. He's the guy who needs to go first. And it's always Mike. So I think we'll send Mike out there first. Uh, I got it for this one. Don't worry. I'll start it out on a good one. You know, th this movie is pretty bad all around. Um, the best part is the acting. And that's not super great either, I don't think. No good cinematography the constant shifting of like tones and vibes i got from this movie i think it's creepy how you guys got different ones than i did something's weird about this movie the unnecessary twists at the end it disses the original pretty hard um i gotta give this a burn it but despite that that's not the worst movie i've ever seen yeah i mean i guess you know having recently watched some other not great movies in a similar budget category like Urban Legends, Final Cut, and The Final Girls. I can't really say this one is any better or any worse than those. I mean, they're all just kind of in the same boat to me. I think the constant clown music in this one and literally over eight straight minutes of narration at the beginning made me think it was probably not a serious movie. You know, I don't think the writers were trying to be funny. I almost kind of feel like they're being like, oh, sorry, we know. This blows just by the way that all the characters constantly contradict themselves. It just seems too too often to be a coincidence, to me at least. You know, we, we know this went through a ton of studio stuff and rewrites and editing. Mila Kunis feels bad about being in it, which does make me kind of embarrassed. I'd give it a pass, you know. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily, well, eh, you know, I might burn Urban Legends' final cut, but... I don't know, this didn't particularly offend me. It was fine, it existed, it cracked me up knowing that the gang would hate it. 
I guess some of the random contradictions and Will Shatner saying, don't F with me, kind of cracked me up. So I'll give it a pass. I don't know. Could have been worse, but obviously could have been significantly better. Yeah, so it's weird because, okay, so I've always claimed that this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And watching it this time, I don't think it is anymore. So I guess it's raised itself up in my eyes. And I think, I don't know if that's like, the more I think about it, maybe it's weird. It's okay. It's just weird. Maybe it's just like, it's not that bad. That that, started, that that thought keeps crossing my mind. Oh, well, it wasn't actually that bad. But, like, it's still bad. I have to keep reminding myself. I didn't like it that much. I really didn't. But, like, in this discussion, even, I'm just like, well, it wasn't really that bad. Like, you heard me. Even I was, like, defending it at points. But, look, okay, it isn't. I don't think it's great. I think it's pretty bad. There's some comedy in here that I don't think is very funny. Um, it's not a great sequel to American Psycho. They do try to pull some tropes, I feel like, from the original. And it just comes off as bad um uh, and the acting's not great the story's not great but i don't know i'm I'm like really on the edge i don't know if i should pass it or burn it because like i don't i really wasn't like bored but for this but i was kind of semi hate watching it i think the stuff that's like just the like teen college comedy weird like whatever you want to call it that genre that stuff's like passable to me like in the terms of our scale passable that's not my genre you know it's not great but it's not that bad um it's very generic but then yeah like the the stuff that all has to pertain with like the murdering and the american psycho ish stuff i just really don't like that's all burnable to me so i don't know like where i would stand i think for just old time's sake i'm just gonna give a burn it because the fact that it was at one point the worst movie i've ever seen it's not anymore. I don't know what would be, but I'm going to give it a burn. It just, I don't know. I, I'm really torn on this one. Like, but either way, just take it from me, I guess, that I just didn't like it and it wasn't good either way. A pass or a burn is not a really great praise. So, oh man, I love listening to you struggle <laughs> with that rating, Terry. We didn't know where it was going to end up. I didn't either. I was, I was to going to be disappointed if it wasn't a burn TV. And I'll be I'll be honest, your your struggle right there had more build up suspense and tension than anything in this piece of crap movie <laughs> we just watched, man. Terry just spat all that out there. And that's better than all the writing in this freaking movie. Man, I hate American Psycho 2 All American Girl. This is like the worst movie I've ever seen. Honestly, it it at, from a technical standpoint, yes, everything works in it. So if you want to look at objectively from technical standpoints, no, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. But you add in all the acting and the terrible story and the terrible writing, the terrible dialogue, the terrible music, the terrible, well, it is bad. Cinematography is just bog standard. The Did I say the music? I think I did. The narration I hate everything in this movie. It's so boring. And when it's not boring, it's making me cringe. It's not funny. The writers think that they're clever sometimes, but they're not. I hate it. I hate this movie. That's why I picked it, because it's the worst movie <laughs> I've ever seen. It's either this or Curse of the Ring slash Ring of the Nibelungs. But I ain't spending three and a half hours to watch that crap to see if I hate it worse than this one. So this one's getting burned. <laughs> I hate it. It's terrible. That felt therapeutic, man. I love it. Ugh. The rant, man. I had to get the rant out just a little bit. 
I kept building it up. Nice. Well, there you have it. Pretty, pretty like divisive review for the <laughs> little bit there. I didn't know where that was going to end, boys. Not that it's even divisive. I mean, it's a bad movie, which I want to be vocal about. <laughs> Just how bad? I think that's what we were conflicted about. An argument about how bad it actually is. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> it just feels weird defending movies like this sometimes, you know, where it's like, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, well, I'm not, I like to think that I'm not defending the film so much as the bar we judge it by. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my bar is very malleable and will move <laughs> to where I deem it necessary. And this one gets the highest bar. That's fair. <laughs> I have decided I I've my my new least favorite movie while you you're talking Dan I thought of it. Ooh, what is it? <laughs> Leprechaun Origin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the from now on that's my least favorite movie. That wasn't the sci-fi one. That was the one before that, right? Yep, that was the WWE uh, Leprechaun movie. <laughs> That's how you know it's going to be bad. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, they did uh, Oculus they did Oculus? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take it back. You don't know with those guys. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But, yeah, there we go. Congrats, American Psycho 2. You've not managed to knock yourself up a little bit in my eyes. You're not the bare minimum these days. So, <laughs> all right. So, who's got the next pick? Who's got another. Uh, uh, is it a glimmer of gold in the junkyard? Or I guess it would just be like another piece of trash, probably, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's going to be another piece of trash. We went to the junkyard of Mike movies he's seen. I'm picking Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh... <laughs> and I think we watched this movie together. Some of us did. Yep. We did it for the old radio show, didn't we? Did we? We talked about it on there, too. College radio, yeah. These movies have stuck around. They're coming back. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be like the third time I've seen this. Third or fourth time I've seen this movie. <laughs> oh, God. Where can they get in contact with us, TV? Oh, yeah. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or you can even email us at runtherealpodcast.gmail.com. Yeah, I want to know what your worst movie you've ever seen is. I don't know if we'll take any recommendations for worst movies. Maybe we might do them eventually. <laughs> But man, this this uh this series has been kind of a a grind. I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> it is it's like get off work is like oh I gotta watch yep. this joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I was like doing all of my like chores before I had to watch American Psycho two. I was trying to do anything I could before it was like all right, fine, I'll sit down and watch it. But yeah, let us know if you got any like just normal movie suggestions, category ideas, stuff like that. Shoot them our way. We'd love to hear them. Yeah. Get in contact with us. What did you think of American Psycho 2? Yeah, have you seen it? Where do you land? How bad is it? Is it that bad? Is it really that bad? <laughs> be sure to tune in next week because we're going to watch another bad movie. So should be pretty fun. Yeah, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off. Mm-hmm.